Hello all and welcome to episode 15. Today I actually have another awesome guest. Today's guest is an army vet who has had to overcome some major obstacles, obstacles which added to his poor health in the past, but today is conquering them and has vastly improved not only his health, but his life. He now works with others to help them improve their own health. His name, James Faith. There's more to say about this guy, but I'll let him do the rest of the talking. Welcome back to another episode of the Body and Mind Strong podcast, where we talk all things life, fitness, and health. My name is Renee. I'm your host and integrated health coach. The Body and Mind Strong podcast was established to help others create a healthier, happier, stronger self. For more information, please follow me on YouTube and Facebook at Body and Mind Strong. You can also find me at www.bodyandmindstrong.com. I hope you enjoy the following podcast. Welcome, James. How are you? I'm doing pretty good. Good. Thank you so much for joining. I'm so excited to have you on today. I've actually been looking forward to this one. So tell us a little bit about yourself. I mean, at the beginning of the podcast, I'll do a really quick brief intro for you, but um, I want you to kind of tell a little bit about your story because one of the major reasons I have you on is because you've had to overcome a some obstacles in your life to get you where you're at now. And you're really focused and moving forward and getting healthy now. So whatever you want to tell us, you know, tell us a little bit about yourself. I guess so. Again, um, I joined the military. I signed my papers day after September 11th, mm-hmm. ended up doing a couple tours in Iraq. I, I came back with some stuff I really didn't want to have. Yeah. PTSD, headaches, brain injury, the whole nine yards. Uh, military ended up uh, medically retiring me. I got out. VA force fed me all kinds of pills to the point where I was just sat on a couch and I ate, slept, repeated every day. To the point where eventually when I went to a doctor's office, the scale read at 500 pounds. Whew. Yeah, it's it was kind of eye-opening. The doctor basically told me, dude, you're going to die, man. Uh, so there, I started making a few small changes. Stopped. Oh, let's take stop. Um, How was what was that like when he told you that? Like, what just went through your head? You. It was like my holy shit moment. Pardon yeah. my French. That's all right. <laughs> so all right. Yeah, it was eye opening. Okay, so what did you do from there then? I started making small changes, stopped eating certain things, started just getting up off the couch. Uh, I don't know if it was the best idea or not at the time, but I actually threw some of those pills away. Yeah, in hindsight, I didn't really need all those pills. A lot of times, uh, Vave just hands you pills, I think, for the fun of it, in my opinion. Yes. Yeah, for those who aren't familiar with the VA, they tend to just give I think without really evaluating it if that's makes sense I guess they yes they throw a pill at everything to try to fix it and then people get over over um oh what's the word I just completely lost it over medicated -medicated, yes so sorry go on go on with your story worries uh, from there, I just started, like I said, started making small changes, started moving more, started uh, engaging with the world. 
after after a little while, I noticed the weight was coming coming off. Nice. I uh, other part of my story is I do have I have a fish and wildlife degree. I worked over on the Air Force Academy uh, all summer. Yeah, well, about five summers ago. Uh, the sun was so bad on my head that I had migraines daily. I couldn't work. I ended up not working in that field anymore. And uh, for a little while, I got depressed. I sat on my couch again for a little while. And I decided to try something else. So I ended up becoming a personal trainer. Nice. And this was how long ago was this? Uh, I got certified, give or take, three years ago. Okay. You got certified. And then what did you do? I searched around for jobs. It took me a little while to find. And when I did get a job, it was exactly the job I want, but it got my foot in the, in the door with the YMCA. I put my time in, kind of proved my worth. And eventually I, I got moved into a personal training position. Yes. Okay. So quick back backstory for everyone. Um, James and I actually worked together at the Y. That's how we met. Um, we, it's, we met when I start working beginning of 2019, I think. And that's when we met. Um, so I became a personal trainer in front desk and I worked with him at the front desk. So I've saw even through 2019, he's made some huge changes. And that's another reason I wanted him on too, because I've seen his changes just within that short period of time. And let me tell you, when he started teaching classes, this man can kick your ass, okay? Um, I actually went to his classes to get into shape. He's that good, sorry. You're over there at um, Memorial, those classes. Uh, yeah, I was the, teaching boot camp at the Memorial location. Yes, the boot camp class. That was, that was, whew, that was a good class. So that's kind of how we know each other. And we've just stayed connected, even though I'm no longer working there. We've definitely have stayed, you know, we're staying connected. So awesome. And then you have moved on. You've gone away from the front desk and you're a full-time personal trainer. Yes, I mean, I do pull, pull a few uh, shifts watching the fitness floor, make sure nobody does anything dumb. And well, in this day and age, I have to play a uh, mask policeman. Yes, I did sure. that in Washington for the Y. <laughs> Wasn't my favorite, but yeah, someone has to do it. So within fitness, what is for training? What is your favorite type of personal training that you like to do? Is there like a <laughs> field within it? Uh, it's actually kind of two different fields. I, I bounce back and forth, but I, sometimes I combine it. It's strength and conditioning mm -hmm. and also boxing and MMA. And uh, yeah, I've been working on, on that. Uh, I actually, and just recently I became uh, certified through USA Boxing. I'm a uh, green level coach. I'm waiting for the uh, seminars to open up because of COVID uh, so mm -hmm. I can go in a person class and get my uh, bronze level, level certification. Nice. That I did not know. I know you were really focused on. <laughs> what was that? I thought I told you. I'm sorry. No. <laughs> so I know you were really getting focused on like getting in shape specifically for hunting. So how was. I, I, what that, were some... I, that kind of falls underneath all my strength conditioning. Okay. Uh, methodologies. I, I you know, someone uh, that. Uh, wants to get in shape for hunting, say like elk hunting or something similar. Uh, I kind of give them the same methodology as I would a uh, 
technical athlete, like a uh, military or a police officer or a, or a fireman. Honestly, there's going to be some differences, but it's still going to be the uh, same kind of methodology. Yes. Um, and you're training them to uh, be faster, stronger, and harder to stop. <laughs> Nice. And you're also working, I know we were talking about working with um, service members or ones who want to get in and have to pass their, um, what's it called, SFAB? No. Uh, no, it's the Army Combat Fitness Test. It's their new PT test. It's a, uh, um, let me see, I can't remember off the top of my head, it's either five or seven events. Yeah. So we're actually working with someone trying to get into the Navy. So I need to find the information you gave me with all the testing requirements on that too. Cause I think, yeah, now, I don't that. think the, I think the only one that's changed is the army. I think the Navy is still doing their, their old standard. Uh, and I have to look at what the Navy does. Okay. I do know they do like a mile and a half run and they do uh, some push ups, sit-ups and they may or may not do pull-ups. Okay. So in a quick, um, Taking a little step back, you were 500 pounds six years ago? Yeah, give or take. And then about how much do you weigh now? I weigh in the upper 200s. Wow. Huge. So you basically lost almost half your body weight. Oh, yeah. Oh, that's crazy. And But I want everyone to also keep in mind, he has been strength training as well. So muscle mass is that huge pipe big part of the, your weight now is a lot is muscle mass correct yes because you're even actually looking thinner now than when i last saw you before i left colorado <laughs> i am seeing that so so that's awesome yeah um so i think that's just great and i think um one of the reasons i really wanted to bring you on is because it's that huge veteran at um connection you know, when I was working with the military and the guys getting out, there was always that struggle, whether it was a medical condition or not, and trying to get out into the civilian world and kind of move on. And then when I was working a lot with the ones with medical issues, you know, you kind of get stuck in the, like the spot you got stuck in, the VA just handing you medication, no one really getting you up and moving, you're just staying home, that kind of thing. So I think just the whole your process of getting up and moving. Um, what was your like support system like during this time as you're trying to get up and get going? You know, I had, of course, my wife, my child, I had, you know, a pretty good support system. Uh, after I had gotten away from the VA system, I had, I've got a great uh, therapist. Uh, I'm leveled out enough where I pretty much only have to see her like once a month. Mm -hmm. uh, minimal medication, so. I went from like 10 to 12 pills to just a couple pills. Ooh, they had you almost on 12? Oh, wow. Oh, yeah. So, so I could get it big. Yes. I think, well, my time working with um, Integrated Behavior Health, a lot what I saw is that you have this medication, then they give you another medication to take care of the side effects from the first medication, and then you get more side effects, and the medications to take care of the side effects. And, and, you know, I think the biggest lesson overall that I learned, I had to learn how to advocate for myself because I learned nobody's just going to hand me the magic answer. I have to go out here and make my own way. Yes. Nice. That's nice. And it is true. You have to kind of figure out what's going to work for you as well. And you're, you found it. You found, I think, your 
a calling? Would you call it that? Yes. Okay. Nice. And you know, and the other thing I always, you know, I always tell people sometimes plan A doesn't work out, so you've got to have plan B. Yes. So yeah, and for everyone, we actually would work together. We got to know each other working together on the front desk <laughs> and the conversations we would have. Um, I, I'm not going to repeat some of them because, you know, if you've never worked with the Army, it may be a little bit too... <laughs> for those, I was working with the Army at the time. So I learned it's certain lingos. I, I don't know if you would say lingo, but a way of communicating is a little bit different. But as in the F word being a noun, verb, pronoun, adverb, and everything else in between. Yes, and became norm. Um, and I was surrounded by it, so it was natural. But anyways, um, yeah, it was just great working with you because another reason is you got me thinking about my own business and what I wanted to do and my focusing on learning more fitness stuff because you've been you've been really been helpful for me with that you know, having that um, banter back and forth that really expanded my own knowledge as well. So. And, you know, I, I yeah, I, I totally forgot about this, but I want to thank you. Apparently you have put a good, good word in about me before I got into uh, the location I'm at now. Yes. Yeah, you're welcome. And that kind of comes back from when you were kicking my butt over at the boot camp class. <laughs> So I do miss that class. That was that was a good class. Um, it made yeah. me do like it's very human nature. You tend to do the same thing all the time, and it like all aspects of your life, and especially with fitness, you get into a routine. You just tend to do the same thing all the time, and you pulled me out of that routine. You know, you made me do other things that I normally didn't do. So. Uh, I don't know. I, to me, I'm, I like doing things that are more functional. Anybody can pick up a barbell, do bicep curls and uh, bench press, but to throw all kinds of movements like sandbags and slam balls and punching bags and everything else in between, that take, it's, a whole nother, it's a whole nother avenue. And a lot of people, they don't really get bored with it. Yes. And you actually, one of the things I've thought about, and actually just now it clicked again, you made us um run walk around the 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 big swimming pool so i just call it my dungeon yes so where where we were at was the old swimming pool for the y so it didn't have water in the pool so we were kind of like in the dungeon and it was just everything broke down you had you know um it it was just kind of like it looked like a horror movie could have taken place there basically um, but you had us going around the pool with the, holding the, like a tire over our head. And I keep thinking about that for my clients. And it just clicked now with the whole possible things closing down again for COVID. Like if, you know, how UK is shut down for a little while, what can we do at home? And oh, I yeah. think that's an awesome, that's something people can do at home because they can just find something heavy and you walk for like a minute to, was it a minute? or a minute and a half to two minutes with it over your head. Well, it, 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 it was shoulders. pretty much however long it took you to make a lap around there. And you remember, if you had to put it down, you just stop. You no more advancing forward until you picked it back up. Yeah. And I 
And I realized, thinking back, I think when I locked out my shoulders, it made it a little bit easier. But when you soften your shoulders, it really, I mean, your elbows, um, I locked out my elbows. And yeah, I you're uh, activating them. more muscles and not ligaments when you do that. Yes. So when you're softening your shoulders, you really do work your, sh I mean, okay. When you're softening your elbows, you really do work your shoulders more. <laughs> so that's yes. something for me to think about because I'm, I keep thinking about stuff for people to do at home with everything going on. So, um, and you know, honestly, if you can't afford a gym, call the tire shop, a lot of them will be more than happy to get rid of one of their old tires because they have to pay to recycle them. Ooh, that's not a bad idea. See if you can get a bigger one in a sledgehammer. That was a good workout. Yes, I actually did that with uh, one of the trucking companies here. I have some huge tires in my backyard. I have a great big one that goes on a front end loader. Nice. Uh, some people are able to flip it. I got a couple people that aren't. And other than the flipping, it gets hit with a sledgehammer. So, oh, I'm tired. I'm going to have to write that down. <laughs> I'm always trying to come up with something. Uh, the other thing you do is you got a backpack. You can put a sandbag in it, or you can, if you search online, how uh, to wrap bricks for a backpack, uh, a little square bricks, be about five pounds, you put a couple in there, and you can use that backpack as a uh, workout instrument. Oh, yes, that's a good one. One of the things that we're coming up with and I've seen is just taking PVC pipe and filling it with like play sand and then capping the end. So if it, you know, if you do, for, if you have to work out from home, they're not super heavy, but it at least gives you some kind of resistance instead, you know, if you can't make it to the gym or you just need something quick. Oh, the other thing you can, if you get a little bit bigger PVC pipe, put some water in there, don't fill it all the way, cap it, you can make a slosh pipe. It's like, because what it does, it, it, yeah, it's heavy, but the, problem is the water shifts back and forth so it's hard to be stable with it oh, that's a brilliant water h2o and pvc yeah, look up slosh pipe slosh that totally makes sense look at this i'm a see this is what i'm talking about people when i start talking to him i'm like it gets my brain going and we start like stuff starts popping up and what i can do what he does and then i'm like oh i can take what he does and i can do this so so tell me a little bit about your diet like people are so focused on diet so much and i know you were for a while but then you were up in it you were you know still focusing on over overall healthy eating you talked in the beginning where you still slowly started cutting stuff out um tell me about your eating habits the process like journey you know during the process i think one of the biggest things i cut out was sugar yes. sugar has a big impact now i don't get around don't cut it all the way out because you're just gonna tease yourself and you're gonna end up you know falling off the wagon again and I don't know. I advocate like an 80-20 um, approach to it. Like 20% of the time, have what you want. Have that cheeseburger, have that slice of cake. But the other 80% of the time, be strict. Do what you need to do for your body. And uh, from there, um, I just started. And for a while, I was I learned that I was eating too little. And yes, that can have a opposite effect. Um, a lot of people don't realize that. I learned that. 
So I had up my calories a little bit because at the time I was uh, doing two a days and I, they were pretty intense. So I definitely wasn't feeling my bro- uh, body properly. Yeah, um, I the other thing, yeah, I, I know, I know uh, we had uh, kind of together and looked at that. Uh, the other thing, a lot of people when they're starting out, they try to do everything at once. It's uh, so I kind of do uh, it's called habit coach. You take one habit. Uh, say, okay, let's do water. I want you to drink a gallon of water a day. Once they can do that successfully for two weeks, you add on another habit. If they can't, but if they can't do it for two weeks, you keep going until they can. So you don't add another habit until they're successful with the one prior. And eventually they'll learn good habits. Nice. Yeah. I kind of do that in my 28 day jump start, but considering it's only four weeks, I have them adding every single week. I like your theory of waiting until they something becomes a habit and then adding something extra to it, like another step to it. So Usually what I'll do is I'll do water, then I will do a food log. When they're first doing their food log, I tell them, do not change anything. I want you to just get in the habit of logging food. And from there is when I see we start making changes. Usually the first thing I do is sweet up the protein because most people that are training, they don't get enough protein. No. Yeah. I saw that with all my clients there. They, my clients tend to overestimate how much protein they're really getting and underestimate how much carbs and fat they're taking in. So I do people moan and groan about that whole tracking, but you have to, to know where you're at because you're you're usually not on point where you think you are and uh, the other thing i i started to start you know come sundays i do meal prep and you know if there's a certain meal that you really like you may be able to meal prep with it or you may be able to find a way to tweak it so it falls within your macros so like uh, in the mornings i do like a breakfast scramble i'll put you know i'll put some um uh, some liquid egg in there cooking a scrambled egg i'll put some turkey bacon in there, uh, a few like little potatoes, salsa, you know, and it's pretty well-rounded. And uh, some, some, some people aren't a fan of turkey bacon. So yeah, if, you, if that's you, you know, go ahead and use the regular bacon. Just be mindful. Of, it's going to be a little fattier. Yeah, that's... Um... My big problem is I tend to eat the same thing all the time. So I'm like, I'm always looking for variations of what to do. And that's potatoes. I want to add that in. So I yeah, actually I, I find like the, the yellow potatoes are uh, were the best ones to use. So they call it a russet gold or something like that. Yeah. Yes. Nice. And then sometimes I'll make like a, for lunch, I'll do like a cheeseburger bowl or something like, you know. What's a cheeseburger bowl? I take either some ground turkey or I take some lean ground beef because I turkey. So we have to do like ground beef. So I usually take like the 90 or 93, brown it up like you would, um, you know, just grab, brown it. And then you throw in like some potatoes, maybe a little bit of cheese and throw some ketchup mustard on there. Because what you're essentially doing is you're you're cutting back the level of carbohydrates you would if you had a had a bun and and also some I don't know, deep fried French fries and everything else you would have put on that bun. Yeah, 
I saw someone else, someone else recently doing the same thing, but putting a little bit of lettuce in with it, and then the oh, yes, you can do that. ketchup. So I'm gonna have to try that. I that's that looks sounds so good. Burger bowl. I'm gonna have to. And one other meals, I'll, I will take um, bison. I will get ground bison, make meatballs out of it. I'll make a bison spaghetti. And I actually got the inspiration from, because uh, I was getting it from uh, fast food, uh, fast fit foods for a little while. I was like, you know, I can make this a whole lot cheaper. Oh, so you did try them. Was, yes, because that meal was uh, costing me 10 bucks a shot. Yeah. I've always wanted to try those when I was there, but then we moved. So, so how did your, quick side note, how did your um, hunting go? I got close, just not close enough. No, but and I but, missed. I missed one. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but physically, were you? Do you feel like you were where you wanted to be physically? Because you did really work hard for that. Uh, you know, not ultimately where I wanted to be, but I was closer. Yeah, that's awesome. Hard work pays off. So. Yes, it does. And that's too bad about missing. And we'll see what, ha- you know, now how good, how my uh, training is uh, for next year. Cause uh, I'll be uh, going after an elk. Going after what? An elk. Oh, elk. Yes. Hey, weren't you training for something else next year? Like some kind of competition? Oh, next year. I'm trying to think. No, cause everything got canceled, unfortunately. Yeah. I think I'm, wait- my- I'm waiting to see if though there's going to be a Spartan race next year. Yeah. Yeah, my goal got, I think, pushed off to, I think, 2022 because of stupid COVID when what I let it do to me, sadly. Yes. <laughs> yeah, and I'm just, right now, I'm kind of waiting to see what's happening because we're at phase orange again, which is one phase around stay at home. Yeah, that's why I want to try to start coming up with like more home stuff people can do. And my goal is to still hit the stage but I think it's not going to be to 2022. And if the gym closes, I think I'm really going to just focus on fat loss and trying to maintain the muscle mass I have and put my mind in that set. I just, yeah. being stuck at home all day and this little tiny trailer is going to suck. Oh, oh, I remember what it was now. Training for us, trying to get, get in the ring. Yes, the ring. Yes, trying to do an amateur MMA fight and everything keeps keeps getting pushed off because of COVID. I'm like behind on my training, so. So, maybe next year. We'll see what happens. So, awesome. Okay, tell us a little bit about um, your business. Like, you are working still for the Y as a personal trainer, but you also have a side, another business going on, right? Yeah, I, uh, I put a gym into my garage. I can run my garage into a garage gym, you know, squat racks, uh, assault bike rowers, that kind of stuff. Uh, and up, yeah, with the uh, city of Colorado Springs, I had got a uh, permit. It's called a home occupancy permit. It allows me to run a business out of my own home. Yeah, I paid the government to run a business out of my own, but yeah, whatever. Um, I got a couple clients right now just... You know, COVID kind of slowed everything down and not as far as long as I wanted to be. I'm also building the uh, online portion of my business, but yeah, it's a little bit steady, but I'm getting there. 
So who's your ideal client? Like what, what area, is there an area though you focus on for your clients? You know, right now I am, uh, I am targeting people who have a dad bod or a mom bod or what I call famously is the vet bod. Yeah. The people who have got BD214s and sitting on their butts. Yes, and they usually and have beards. And yes, I would train them with the same methodology as I would any other athlete. Just everything would have to be scaled, of course. But yes, I can train them the same way I would a uh, MMA fighter or uh, someone just wanting to do strength and conditioning. So, and you do have, uh, besides your personal training certification, you're also strength and condition certified? Yes. And then you have this newest one that you got. Which oh, I'm trying to think. What, oh, when which you, one? The one you told me about in the beginning that I already forgot because I'm that great of a friend. Oh, um, I am a <laughs> uh, certified uh, boxing coach through boxing. Uh, USA Boxing. So, yes. Nice. Okay. All right. So, where can people find you? Okay, you can you can find me on Facebook, or you can go to my webpage. It is Warrior Performance Institute. Com. Awesome. And I'll post all this stuff in the show notes as well. So if you guys want to reach out and, and see, and what I'm also hoping, James, if <laughs> we can keep going with podcasts and do more informational podcasts for you, so you can actually get to know him more as well. So and because I, I know some people prefer a, you know, a female trainer, others prefer, prefer a male trainer, and there's a lot that don't care. Um, but I think us talking about certain topics coming from do different ankles, you being the guy and the vet and coming from your you know, background, me coming from my back, you know, we both have different backgrounds. Um, so hopefully you all, I can talk, I can talk him into doing that. You know, maybe we'll have some more podcasts together. <laughs> definitely. So, cause he is a wealth of information. So I definitely want to have him on. Okay. Um, Anything else you kind of want to bring up or anything you want to mention? I guess, yeah, you know, I guess, you know, my uh, message to everybody right now with COVID and, every, COVID and everything, don't let COVID be an excuse to become unhealthy. Uh, there's always something you can do. Even if, uh, I don't know, even the commercial, during commercial breaks while you're watching TV, sit down, do some push-ups, some burpees, Jumping jacks run in place. Yeah, there's really not an excuse uh, to be getting the uh, quarantine 15 or the quarantine 30, whatever it is that you've gained. Yeah, mine was 18. And that still kills me. (laughs) So right now I'm trying to get back to where I was pre-COVID. I'm getting there, but it's a slow journey. So. Yes. Yes. So. Good. Well, and on that note, I'm actually doing a squat challenge this month. And next month I have, I think I've decided what kind of challenge I want to do. Um, so that will be coming up. So it'll be little things people can do every day just to get moving during the holidays. And who knows what's going to happen with COVID if things kind of start to shut down, but things people can do at home, you know, like you said, during your break, during like, um, during the commercial break, you know, things, little activities you guys can do. So, all right. Well, it was great having you on, James. And hopefully I'll get you back on again soon. 
definitely. Uh, yeah, it was awesome. 